Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fresh Podcast Market. I'm Panda, and I'm here with my friend Teresa. Hi, Tees. Hi, Panda. How are you? Wow. Wow. (laughs) A lot's happened since we last recorded. Uh But besides that, I guess I'm okay. Uh (laughs) You know, every day is a day, but. You just gotta keep on trucking, as you said earlier today. I sure did. Yeah, you and I think that's kind of the theme for both of us right now, for multiple reasons, for similar reasons, for different reasons. The two of mm-hmm. us are just kind of like, we just gotta keep going. <laughs> uh, have you have you have you read or watched anything fun recently? Wait, wait, tell me about how you're doing. Oh, I mean, I'm doing good. Uh, good. I mean, like you know, I'm I'm also keeping on trucking. Amen to that. You know, uh, we had the the holiday season, and mm-hmm. that just turned everything into a big blur of of time because I'm not used to actually having to. I I took a year off, and now it's like, what is it having to like do Thanksgiving and Christmas with my family again? Oh, wow. which was I mean, it was fine. I made mac and cheese, and everybody loved it. Oh. Which really, that's the the truest joy you can experience. It looked- so good. I remember you were talking about it in our Neopets stoner Discord. Yes. <laughs> Making food for your family and them liking it is truly a joy above. It really is. I, I I think about that a lot. I usually I'm a dessert person. Make the pies. I make the pie. I make a the pie. I don't pay the taxes. I launch <laughs> the car into space. So I do a lot of pie baking for the holidays. And sometimes it doesn't have to be pie. I've made loaves. I've made, I made a cheesecake this past Christmas Eve. Some, I, I feel like I'm always my harshest critic because I'll be like, mm, I think there's too much salt in this. Mm, I think there's X, Y, Z. Mm, maybe I should have left it in for X, Y, Z more minutes. And sometimes it takes away from the enjoyment of it. And my family's like, no, 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 it's good. I'm like, you're lying. You're lying. <laughs> You know, it does. You're right. It does feel good to make food that you do like for your family. They like it and you like it too. The way that I knew that no one was lying is that after I made mac and cheese for Thanksgiving, I was put on mac and cheese duty for Christmas. That's how you know. (laughs) But also, it is baffling to me that you have mac and cheese on both Christmas and Thanksgiving. Well, I you have to understand that my sister's boyfriend is a he's a meat and potatoes kind of cishet, meat, cheese uh. and potatoes. And so like we have to make sure that there are enough it, even though I as the vegetarian should conceivably have the most restricted diet on Thanksgiving, we have to make sure that there's uh side dishes for Jeffrey. God, I hope Ashley doesn't listen to this podcast. I don't think she will. <laughs> he does actually did i tell you that ashley is a member of my patreon now wow my cousin was a member of the author's note patreon oh, so. that's sweet. i, I was also that. a member of the author's note patreon who was me you were yeah 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 i'm actually gonna start transferring over the show and tell episodes onto our youtube this oh that's week. nice yeah i was supposed to do it last week and then i kind of got distracted and then this week i had a really bad sinus headache for three days straight and now i'm finally free so i'm probably gonna start figuring out the schematics of it tonight and then start uploading tomorrow Ray, yeah 
But have you been have you been watching anything? Have you, so, have you read anything? Yeah, what's I feel like the world of tease. Uh, what's new in the world of tease? I've been reading The Terror right now, which uh, why does that sound familiar to me? What is it's that? Because I've watched it. Cass okay. and I both okay. talked about it on the pod, and uh, I have been nonstop tweeting about it on multiple. That would be it. Yeah, accounts. It is so it's kind of historical fiction with a supernatural twist. It was mm-hmm. based off of the Franklin Expedition, which was a expedition in the 1840s of two boats that were trying to explore the Arctic area to see if there was passage between the Arctic and up towards Europe and Mm -hmm. Asia and Africa and all that. So basically trying to find uh, alternative routes and towards the Arctic so there could be more travel towards the Arctic and towards the Americas and stuff like that. And this did really happen. The Terror and the Erebus were two ships that really did happen. So the author, Dan Simmons wrote this fictionalized version where he talks about the two boats and the people that were on the boats. And in real life, there were no survivors of this. So he included a supernatural element as well as like the real actual issues that probably did happen and killed all of these people Mm. one by one. So there's some really sexy creature that I kind of just picture as a Yeti because they're in snow and ice and stuff like that. So there's this creature that's killing them off one by one and is clearly really smart. And there's just, it's a lot of really good visuals and it's very, very sexy. And there is a TV show of it that AMC did. The first season is about the terror itself, like based off the book. And then the second season is an original series Hmm. by um, actually created by George Takei and George Takei based it off of his times in the Japanese internment camps in California. Interesting. Okay. The second season I've heard is not as good. I've only watched the first, but I really did like the first season a lot, which then made me read it. And the writing is fantastic. It is though 766 pages. (laughs) So I've been, I've been really, yeah. So I've been trucking along. I've been reading that. And then I've been watching some anime. Uh, I finished a little series you may know called a revolutionary girl, Utana. You sure did. I sure did did if anyone listening i mean i assume that if you're listening to this that you either have listened to utsune cast or like you're just another unrelated friend of mine but Mm -hmm. we we will be talking about that at length on my other podcast i need to schedule some time with you and our friend lily what if we just got chelsea in london to come on too i mean yeah like fuck it, all party. four of us just came on your I'm show literally not opposed to this at all that might be i don't know how it would work schematically since chelsea and london live in the same house and so i was a bitch and a half to record in the same house i mean actually that's i mean yasha and vana do that so oh, like it's gosh. really not that they're so brave <laughs> but, that but yeah i fun. mean we could like you know we could we could do that i'm totally that's fine with that possibility we could figure that out but what else? I've been watching other anime on my own. I watched Sunny Boy. I watched The Great Passage. I've been watching Hike Monogatari right now, which is that came out last season. That's pretty good. I, I've been reading. I read Gideon the Ninth. I have Gideon the Ninth. I haven't read it yet. <sighs> I feel like you didn't love it. I did not at okay. all. Well, we can. Yeah, I could discuss later. I mean, I have a combo when I when I read it. I 
I watched Eyes of Tammy Faye last week. Oh, oh, oh I've been meaning to watch that, especially because I re-listened to, or I, I listened to the new You're Wrong About, which was just the with old Jessica You're Wrong Chastain. About, but with the Jessica Chastain interview. Oh, in Miss Chastain. She does so much. Dude, when I when I loaded up my goddamn podcatcher and it said You're Wrong About featuring Jessica Chastain, I was like, Jessica Chastain? I had the same exact reaction. I was like, the Jessica Chastain. <laughs> what a flex. Good for Sarah. Yeah, for real. But I, I want to hear your opinions when you watch it. and then Oh, absolutely. Because I will watch it. Because yes. I've been meaning to. I just haven't gotten to it yet. Of course. What, what's been new with you? What have you been watching? Tell me about the Pandaverse. Well, I did go see Nightmare Alley, which I believe we talked about a little bit the last time we recorded or a last time we recorded uh, because the movie had not come out yet and you were reading the book and I was going to start it and I had not read it yet. I have since read it and also seen the movie. When I went, I thought that uh, I and my friend Will, who is emotionally the equivalent of your straight boy, John, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, he he went with me to this movie and I thought we were going to be the only people in the theater. And then uh, like two other people walk in and they sit like kind of almost right behind us. No. Hold on. And then halfway through the movie, they got up and left. Honestly. So when I saw it with our good pal Caspian, (laughs) it was opening weekend and it was like one of those theaters where there's servers there. So the server was like, did you guys also try to go see Spider-Man but couldn't get tickets? It's like, no, actually, I want to see this. <laughs> and she was like, oh, I'm glad somebody wants to be here. Jeez, you almost made me snort White Claw out of my nose. <laughs> I love this for you and for me. <laughs> and she she was so funny. Like at one point, like she heard Cass say Mrs. Chicken Tenders or whatever, or Mrs. Mozzarella Sticks. So she was like, is there a Mr. Mozzarella Stick? So she was totally picking up. It's like p- putting down. We were picking up, you know. So but when I went to go see it, there was a couple that were like, I'm going to say 60s, 60s ish. And they were miserable watching it. And these, these people that I were in was in the theater with, they seemed about my age, maybe a little older, but mm-hmm. like just extremely normcore. Oh, damn. Unfortunate. When the movie finished, he was like, that was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And I was like, you know, Cass, I thought it was pretty good, except I really wish they did. (laughs) I really wish they did X, Y, Z. That is exactly how I felt leaving the movie as well. The fact that, like, uh, welcome to our... Nightmare Alley podcast. Welcome the to fact Nightmare that Alley they Club. literally, it was the book is two hundred and seventy five pages, and they made a two and a half hour movie with only a hundred and twenty five pages of the book. Uh, baby girl, what are you doing? <laughs> I, for one, am most uh, upset with the debimbofication of my my good girl Molly. She was debimbofied. They You're made right. her into a manic pixie dream carny and I she, won't stand for it. She wasn't. 
I I gotta agree with you. She was not. It just like they didn't even have to like I you know I would have been fine if they didn't even go into her backstory or anything. Like I get it. You can't. You don't have enough time or whatever. And you know you got to consider pacing. But like I just I felt like she was so nothing. Mm-hmm. Like I think yeah. we as a I tweeted this after I saw the movie, but I think we as a society need to accept that maybe Rooney Mara isn't a good actress, and perhaps she is just hot what else is she you know she was in the american girl with the dragon tattoo that's what i was thinking about she and was in carol uh which i i, I will carol. um i mean i actually oh. like carol so i'm yeah i feel like that's just an outlier but like she was also she was the only other thing i can think of is she was tiger lily and that like shitty oh, yeah. live action peter pan that came oh yeah she's in Youth and Revolt, which I've never seen, I've seen. but I've read, and okay. that's kind of buck wild that she's taggarty now that I'm thinking about it. But yeah, like look, like she's a she's very attractive, and like I get that she looks nice on screen, mm-hmm. but like I have just never been really that impressed with her acting. I you know I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna agree with you there. She never really enhances the experience for me she was also in the nightmare on elm street remake that sucked ass oh unfortunate i i don't know maybe maybe it is enough to be hot but she unfortunately molly's like such a important figure i feel like in the book Mm -hmm. and so many of the characters really were boiled down to nothing in this in the movie, which made me really bummed. And like, I really wanted more for Xena. I really wanted more for Captain Mosquito and for Joe. I will say that, like, Tony Collette, like, fucking ate every goddamn scene because she's goddamn Tony Collette. Like, Amen. absolutely perfect casting. I was very sad that we didn't have more of her. Also, Mr. Ron Perlman as Bruno kind of popped off despite him being on screen for like 10 minutes. I actually, the one change from the book that I genuinely appreciated is that they took his character and gave him more of like a fatherly relationship with Molly instead of like wanting to like date her date her because he knew her dad that was that was sweet and i liked it yeah just everything all everything that was good about this movie was straight from the book and everything that was not good about this movie was when they deviated and i don't even say that just as like a recovering book purist Mm -hmm. did you see the 1947 movie no i haven't watched it okay i haven't either maybe we should watch it so that we can compare I'm so down for this. Yeah, it's on Criterion, so we can have a little. Oh Criterion yeah, movie. that sounds fun. Yeah. I'm so yeah. glad. I I have my Criterion login. I can give it to you, where we can watch it together on stream or something. So down. Yeah, oh. we could watch on like Discord or something. Yeah. Well, now that we've had Nightmare Alley Corner. Yeah, maybe maybe we should do something that the people actually came here for. I will also mention that Succession took over and destroyed my life, and I've never. Oh heard. boy! So I'm still not caught up. I know we will we will talk succession when you actually finish season. Welcome three. to our succession podcast. 
called The People's Princess. <laughs> the People's Princess, Tom Wineskant. <laughs> the love of my life. You still, like, uh, there's so much I can't say. We have to do podcast ideas. I have a podcast idea, Tease. I really do. <laughs> Here at the Fresh Podcast Market, we're a real podcast about fake podcasts. And Panta, please tell me, what's your podcast idea? My podcast idea is that I want a podcast where someone who is not familiar with a sport has to recap a like game of that sport wow that's kind of fun like they can be familiar with other sports just not specifically the one that they're having to recap and they have to like try to give as you know good a description of the events of the game in a way that like makes sense but they don't know any of the rules, so they don't know what's going on. Truth be told, I only was able to follow football once I read Ice Shield 21. <laughs> well, I've never read Ice Shield 21, so I've never been able to follow football. I I think you'd actually really like Ice Shield 21. Is this a football manga? It is. <laughs> it's <laughs> so it's it's actually really good. It's like really corny. And uh, fun fact: the sports the, manga corny. Yeah, always. <laughs> the guy who wrote it is the person who does the art for the nicer version of One Punch Man. Wow. Yeah. So he. So I Shield Twenty One is actually super fun. It's about a football team called the Devil Bats. So it's a little bit more goofy and campy and less like, I gotta be the best for sports, like how <laughs> Haikyuu is, you know, yeah. but I Shield 21 is really fun. And there's actually a lot of really heavy topics. Like, for instance, mm. there's a lot about like body image and stuff like that. There's actually a whole entire arc about racism through coaches, oddly enough, because one of the competing teams has a black uh team member and one of the coaches is like absolutely awful to him so uh his team and the main team the devil bats work together to like fuck up the coach which is really fun and i really like it and the series ends with them going to a football tournament at the giant stadium which i am incredibly intimate with because that's where my father worked for before my life and until my parents got divorced and then he moved to Florida. So reading I Shield 21 and then seeing them fucking walk into Giant Stadium really (laughs) gave me extreme whiplash in the best way possible. Yeah. That's beautiful. But anyway, do you do you see yourself um being in this podcast? Do you just want to listen to this? Do you think it would be funny for like for instance i know jack shit about most sports except tennis and volleyball and unfortunately quidditch so (laughs) i feel like i don't know how much enjoyment i would get out of this podcast because i would be the one who's in the hot seat all the time but maybe if it was like a comedic personality explaining the sport. You know yeah, I, mean? I, I imagine it would have to be somebody that's pretty funny because, like, you could probably have a pretty cut and dry description of movements on a field and it mm-hmm. not, like, 
just it, it not work as a podcast to listen to yeah, i kind yeah. of i uh, i imagine it being not dissimilar from um oh i'm trying to remember it was a show on espn that my dad used to like and it was called cheap seats i think that sounds familiar and it involved yeah it was called cheap seats and it was the Scalar brothers who are uh like two comedians and they would do like fake live commentary for old campy sports uh tapes and it was so it's just mystery science theater 3000 but for jocks is what you're telling me yes that is exactly what chief seats was i respect that i imagine that this would be not the exact same but like that's kind of the vibe that i feel like it like it would be probably for sports people or people who were fans of whoever was hosting the podcast okay yeah 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 I imagine this would have to be something that you would really need like a celebrity to sell this, uh, this mm. concept. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Um, That's fair. I also just as somebody who does not play, like have any interest in has never played a has never like understood sports. I do have a bit of a fascination with them, like, as like a, an outsider looking in. So one day I'm going to sit you down and I'm going to make you watch my favorite Quidditch match. And I'm going to tell you why it rules so fucking much. I also don't know how up to date I am on Quidditch though anymore, because since it is such a newer sport, it's changed so much with each rule book reiteration. So I don't know if watching a new game now would be fun, but I still, despite being anti Harry Potter bitch, I feel like the sport of Quidditch itself is something that I really still deeply care about. Unfortunately, I get it. but do you have a name for this podcast? Tell me about it. Uh, I don't. Um, oh. I what if, just got excited. I came up with an idea to begin with. What if we? I mean, I always feel like sports book might be something because hmm. I feel like every time I learn about sports betting, it's always like sports book, sports book. Yeah, sports, sports sports book. Or maybe something like... Amateur sports. uh, Minor league sports. Minor league sports. I really like that. Or, you know what? I think it should be called minor league bench, maybe. Ooh, Like something like insinuating that this person's on the bench and they have no idea what the fuck's going on. Yes. Like... I really like that. Maybe bench warmer 101 or something like that. Yeah. Can I actually tell you a really funny bench warmer story? Yes, of course. When I was playing Quidditch in college, there As was... opposed to when you were playing Quidditch outside of college. Listen, there's people who do. And um, there was a game one time where uh, we all like had to set up in roles and like somebody was playing and somebody was on deck and Connor was like... Connor was our coach at the time. Connor was like, nice! Everybody's got something going on! And I was like, yeah! And he completely forgot that I was there and he didn't assign a role to me. That's pretty good. And he looked at me and he's like, oh my God, Teresa, I forgot you were there. 
And I, he like was so mortified and embarrassed. He's like, no, Connor, this is actually hilarious for me. Oh, that's <laughs> adorable. Worry. That's so funny. I, I was so chill about it. Quidditch is one of those things that either made me really irrationally mad or irrationally happy, depending on what day it was. Mm-hmm. So luckily you just caught me in a good mood during that game, I guess. <laughs> but that was a time. I, I don't know. I think I could get behind this maybe. Yeah. But like I said, I don't know how much listenability it has because I also am just stupid when it comes to sports. I could see it either being really funny or really annoying to people who do know sports. Oh, absolutely. Like there's definitely a line to toe there. Yeah. So I think it would definitely be about the people that you invited to do it mm-hmm. is what I would say. I yeah that's that's I but I do like this idea I also thought of an idea but I could save it for next episode let's save it for next time because I think as we're getting close to the end of the show it's time for us to enter the good vibe zone and talk about things that have made us happy this week do you have something to bring to the good vibe zone tease because I do if you need a second yeah you can go first I'm trying to think what sounds the least pathetic (laughs) oh no uh my good vibe zone is that my wife is making chili tonight and it's made the whole house smell like chili and i'm really excited to eat this chili that sounds really good i haven't had chili in so long it's got lots of beans in it and other vegetables and i was stirring it while they ran out to meet a man about some plants before we recorded this episode and i'm very excited about it because it smells incredible really tasty also uniqlo did a keith herring collection and i got a lot of keith herring collections nice that's good i really like their keith herring stuff i also really think their clothes are really nice and even though they're a little bit more pricey they're really good staples and they last Mm -hmm. for a while which I yeah yeah hard agree okay so my good vibe zone is my sinus headache that lasted for three days is finally over and I bought the Karopi sweatshirt I've been eyeing forever. Oh, excellent. So that that's my good vibe zone. If you want to be cool, you got to wear Karopi. I love my Karopi sweater. I, I bit the bullet and bought the really expensive dumb good mm-hmm. Karopi sweater because guess... So guys, I had COVID. You sure did. <laughs> I had COVID and it was day two of me knowing i had covid and i was like fuck this i'm angry and i was waiting in line to get my covid test and i had to wait outside in the cold for two hours so after hour one i was like i need to buy the karopi sweatshirt now (laughs) so i it was on sale it was a little pricey but it's really cute and it was really worth it. I'll oh, send you a link to it. I'm very excited for you. But I love it. And my mom really likes it, which I think is the funniest part about That's it. That's really funny. Yeah. My mom's like, it's so cute. I remember him. And I'm like, oh, no, mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Neen. So that that's that's my good vibe zone. Karopi sweatshirt. And my sinus headache is over. I'm so glad for you. Oh, also, this isn't really a good vibe zone, but Gwen and I are going to be going to see the new Mamoru Hasoda movie in a couple of days. Oh, Belle. It's actually coming to a theater near me. Nice, 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 nice. It's called Belle, right? Yes. And I mean, it looks like 
it's probably going to be the same thing as Summer Wars, which was the same thing as the Digimon movie. But you know what? I don't care. It's fucking beautiful. And in an interview, he called it the spiritual successor. So yeah, it's going to be Summer Wars. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Summer Wars was something I also watched in between us recording last, I think. maybe. I really like Summer Wars, actually. I think it's really good. And I've read the manga adaptation when I was doing reviews for Anime News Network. Yeah, it was an adaptation of the movie and it was fun. Yeah, I should check that out because I like Summer Wars. Well, listeners, if you would like to follow us on Twitter, you could do that at Fresh Pod Market. And if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, you could do that at Mpandanata. Tease, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at Vicuña. That's V-I-C-U-N-A-D. And that's that's all you can, where you can really find me right now. And I, I, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, that's okay. And if you would like to support this show, I have a patreon and so that that supports us we also have a a ko-fi that's ko-fi.com slash fresh podcast market and we have an email where you can send your podcast ideas that's fresh podcast market at gmail.com you can also dm us on twitter if you have podcast ideas you would like us to talk about and if you liked our theme music that was cul-de-sac sunset by hopefully not bad lib on soundcloud.com that is my wife who is currently cooking chili and uh you can find their music there and also on Bandcamp, and they produce this show as well and i think that's all the things so tease thank you for joining me at the fresh podcast market thanks panta thanks for joining me at the fresh podcast market everybody it's time to oh god i haven't done this in such a long time come on you got this i believe in you. everybody it's time to just go to a carnival and meet a little guy everybody have a good night I can't believe I talked that entire time about Nightmare Alley and I didn't even mention uh, Kate Blanchett. Oh my god. Not once. You're so brave. <laughs>